When you run a business, you need people to learn about it. You can post content all the live long day, and we do. But nothing beats getting in front of an audience to say your piece. The power of the spoken word can go a long way, particularly when it's infused with the energy of a live audience. But what happens when your presentation involves worms? Oh my God! And they want you to talk about those worms while attendees are eating dinner. <laughs> Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. Why? Because I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms. And we're always looking for women who want to get better at marketing, branding, and sales. It's a pretty sweet place. See it for yourself at foundingmoms.com. This week, we're going to hear from a woman who helps folks to laugh, to cry, and to compost. Her business is blunders the stuff of dreams and nightmares. It's the kind of experience you've always wanted and never wanted, all at the same time. It's time for a big business blunder. Meet Kathy Nesbitt. She's a health and wellness advocate and a three-time founder of Kathy's Crawley Composters, Kathy Sprouters, and Kathy's Laughter Club. She's a multi-award-winning environmental innovator who uses workshops and inspirational speaking to motivate people to live a more sustainable life. She's a certified laughter yoga teacher, and she was appointed laughter ambassador in 2017. You never know when or where an opportunity is going to present itself, Kathy assured me. In the early 2000s, she was at a meditation retreat and the woman sitting beside her was one of the organizers of the Toronto Condo Show. She just knew she had to be at that event. She's an indoor worm composter and her exact target market were the attendees of that very show. Folks that own condos don't have backyards. It was a perfect fit. Fortunately for Kathy, the meditative moment led the organizer to invite her to speak at the event. Kathy tells me that she has no fear of speaking. But wait until you hear this speaker adventure. So we arrived at the venue. There was two stages, about 80 seats for each one. There were alternating stages so they could have time to prepare each stage and so the audience could come and go. When we arrived, the speaker on one of the stages was talking about insurance. The lineup of speakers was mortgage and financing, fire and safety, insurance, things that you need to know about condo dwelling. And I thought, oh my gosh, it's going to be standing room only. The seats will be filled for my topic because it's so fascinating, so different, so unique, and so needed. Are you thinking the same thing that I was thinking? Pack the room for worms? Nothing against the invertebrates, but I'm not sure if Kathy knew much at that point about condo owners. This is early in my business when I didn't realize, before I understood that people were afraid of worms and didn't want what I had. Okay, <laughs> business blunder too. Between gigs, between the, the stages, I, I said to my husband, let's put 
um, information on each seat. So then when people, after they hear my talk, they can go to our website and they've, they've got easy access. So I have a beautiful marketing piece called a bookmark. We went around and put a bookmark on every seat. Yeah, 80 of them. That's right. And then we got, uh, went, a, went about and looked at the show. A few minutes before it came time for my talk, I went to the stage and, oh my gosh, I was horrified. There was no one in the audience, not one person. This is every speaker's worst nightmare. It's the stuff of nausea, nightmares, and blackouts. My stomach is turning just thinking about the moment Kathy had in that room. It hits particularly badly when you anticipate quite the opposite. I mean, how would you react? I got all in my head, oh my gosh, I really wanted to just run from there. I just wanted to bolt, although I was branded, so I couldn't. <laughs> and the young lady that was going to introduce me, she was also embarrassed. She said, oh, I don't know what to do. Let me go and, t and ask my boss. So she went away. And during that few minutes that she was gone, I made a decision and I said, I'm, I've never spoken in a microphone before. So I thought, I'm going to do this. I'm doing this. Audience or not, I'm practicing. Please join me in clapping vigorously for Kathy. That's a tough decision to make and an even tougher one to follow through on. So she came back and said, okay, uh, let's go ahead. And by this time, there was maybe half a dozen people in the audience. There were vendors having their dinner, but I had a bit of an audience. I said to my husband, um, just so you know, I'm a loudspeaker already. I don't need a microphone. Uh, I said, can you please let me know if I'm speaking too loud so I can gauge my volume? He said, yes. So when I started speaking, I asked him, hey, what's, what's happening? You know, and he gave me the thumbs up, like, your volume's good. So I continued. And I explained everything, um, what I was doing, holding up all of my props um, and <laughs> saying exactly what I was doing, explaining, you know, in case you're not in the audience, here's what I'm doing. <laughs> and when I finished, um, I packed up my goods and started to walk out. As I was walking out... <laughs> People said to me, that was so great. Oh my gosh, you're, that was really fascinating topic. And I turned to my husband. I said, what, how could they all have heard? And he said, you were talking so loud that the whole place, it broadcast to the whole venue. Yippee! Everybody heard my message. This is the part of her story where I told her to hang on while I ran out and purchased a megaphone and a volume knob that goes up to 11. What a brilliant accidental marketing tactic. She went from zero to 90 in one short public speaking gig, and I envy her tremendously for it. I guess my biggest blunder here is, first of all, I didn't know, I kind of got in my head about not having an audience. The second piece is, they scheduled my talk for dinner time on Friday evening, and I now know that is the worst speaking spot because everyone goes for dinner. Speaking is really important. As entrepreneurs, we need to get our message out. Speaking is really important. There are so many ways to share your marketing message, and the pandemic's really shut down a lot of it. Audiences are hungry for education, and they want it live, in person. Just make sure that you take away from Kathy the reminders that I did. Let's not psych ourselves out of showing up or even asking to do it in the first place for fear that no one's going to show up. And whatever you do, skip mealtime talks. Luncheons, dinners, even breakfasts 
Meals are for communing with other folks at a table and digesting food, not the educational morsels that a speaker tries to feed you in those moments. I guess the folks who decided to book her talk during dinner got what they deserved. Learning about worms while you're eating? Oh no. I'll pass. You don't call, you don't write. Why not do both? Text or call me at 708-872-7878 and leave me a message there. That way I get to talk to you in a future episode. Then go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. Pretty please. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Lindsay, Aaron, and Kathy for making this podcast with me. You can find out more about Kathy and why everyone should be vermicomposting at kathyscomposters.com. That's C-A-T-H-Y-S-C-O-M-P-O-S-T-E-R-S dot com. And hey, thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.